Hi, everyone. Welcome to Be The Flame. I am your host, Amy Barilla. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be The Flame. I hope you're all having a magical week. I am super, super duper excited about this episode today because we have a very special guest. But before I introduce her, I want to make sure that we gather up and share this collective space because week to week, as you all already know, part of what we do when we gather up together is we recite our mantra, which is, do you remember? Should I give you all a pop quiz? always I rise. So let's take a moment and close our eyes and center and ground ourselves and place your hand over your heart. And you hear that beat coming out of your chest. That is your soul's purpose reminding you that always I rise and we can do hard things because we can. Amen. So I've been waiting for weeks and weeks and weeks for us to get to this part of season one and invite my amazing friend, Danielle Garcia, to the show. So I want to welcome her. So hello. Hello, and (laughs) thanks for having me here. I'm so, so thrilled and excited to be here. I want to say something to you before we go any further. You are so many amazing things placed into this container or this human vessel. So you're not only an amazing healer, you are an extremely over-the-top, amazing psychic. You do all these magical things, which I'm going to have you explain in a minute because it does me no good to say (laughs) it. It's better off coming from you. But at the end of the day, the most important title is that you're my friend. I mean, you're not only my friend, but you're my mentor. And, you know, you've seen me at my best. You've seen me at my absolute worst when I was like a shit show. And, you know, for that, you've always held the space with so much kindness and love and support and compassion. And I cannot thank you enough for that. So I'm going to cry in about three seconds, which I said I wasn't going to (laughs) do. So I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for being in my life. And I think we've been friends like 10 years now. Oh, well, I I so appreciate those words and kindness, and I'm going to try not to cry as well, (laughs) um, because you are just a very, very dear part of my heart. Thank you. Um, When I think of our connection, Mm -hmm. I think of us as spiritual sisters. Right. And what I love about you as well is we can do the woo-woo and we can see things from the higher perspective, but at the end of the day, we're still human. Exactly. And absolutely just allow that humanness to show through, whether it's a shit show or whether it's an art show, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what's going to happen and you just got to roll with the punches and you do have to rise. And you're absolutely right. We can do hard things. So share a little bit about your backstory, who you are, how you came to do this body of work that you're doing presently. Sure. Um, I started seeing spirits when I was about three years old and literally it scared the hell out of me. I had no realization that I could talk to them. I just knew that it was scary, that something was in my room. I grew up in a house where there had been a murder and didn't find that out until I was in my 20s. And there was an entity that was in the house that would continuously attack me, scare me, um, all sorts of things. So by the time I was about five years old, I was telling people I was going to die of fright just because I knew that. And of course, my parents, God bless them, 
they only knew what they knew. And so I was told it was my imagination and I needed to stop lying and so on and so forth. But that gift of seeing and sensing still continued. And later on, much many years later, I went to massage school. I took Reiki and Reiki was like, boom, just everything opened. And suddenly I had this wonderful support system. And then I started um, training with a medicine woman when I lived in California, which was extremely helpful. I am part Native American, so that really spoke to me. Did a lot of personal work, learned some different healing methods. And I just really feel like I am a constant student. I love learning. I love learning new modalities. I love sitting in time and space with my own guides and allowing information to flow through. And I've really learned to trust this gift, which has been an incredible blessing to me. I moved to Vegas about a little over 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things just started taking off more and more and more. And I really don't know what label I would put on my top hat, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because I do shamanic work. I do past life regression. I'm a life coach. I do psychic reading, Reiki, uh, shamanic healing, HUNA, all these different things. But basically, if I really had to describe it and nail it down, is I just allow myself to be at peace and open up to spirit. It's not about me being this master teacher, healer kind of a person. It's about me allowing those energies to flow through me. And I've just found the way to open up that door. Mm -hmm. Because this has just been one hell of a year from March forward, and we're living in this quote unquote pandemic. And with that comes a lot of fear. And with all this heightened state of emotion and fear-based thinking, comes a lot of lower vibration, darker energies, so on and so forth. And so what I wanted us to dive into today is the importance of grounding, shielding, protecting your own energy so that we can keep moving and doing what we need to do without feeling so affected by it. Because that's a lot of the work that you do with your client base as well. Yes. is teaching them the tools and the fundamentals of that. And I think people listening may need the refresher or the loving, gentle reminder, or it may be new to somebody listening. So let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. So when someone says to you, you know, what is grounding or shielding or protecting? How would you respond? So grounding to me is connecting to your center, is connecting to the place that you hold on Mother Earth. It's coming into body. A lot of intuitives, a lot of empaths, a lot of sensitives, when we go into sensory overwhelm, when we go into fear, panic, anxiety, survival mode, our energy isn't so much in our body as it's outside of our body. Mm -hmm. It's in our auric field. And then that can feel all sorts of funky because now we're not just feeling that emotion, we're out of body also. Mm -hmm. So when I think about grounding, a real simple technique is that I use also for panic and anxiety attacks 
is bringing in the five senses, focusing on the five senses as opposed to that sixth sense of going out of body. So where am I right now? What color is the table? How does the table feel? Do I still taste that cup of coffee that I just drank 10 minutes ago? What do I hear in the room around me? What am I smelling? What's going on? Something even more simple than that is just grab an ice cube, stick it in your hand and hold on to it because your sensory system will be perceiving that ice cube as opposed to the emotion that's going on. And that'll give you a breather and a a time just to take a couple of deep breaths and center yourself, bring yourself back into body, feel that root chakra, feel that center space, feel your feet upon the earth. Um, Sometimes I'll just go out into a park and lay down Um, Sometimes even if I'm at my office, which isn't on the first floor, I'll just lay down on the floor and imagine roots growing into Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because if we operate from that space of being out of body, we can start bumping into things, our focus can be off, and we can be wrapped up in that emotional turmoil of anxiety and fear and panic. Absolutely. And that's when the body is in that fight flight response. So Mm -hmm. that happens, you're triggered, body goes into fight flight, you're pumping adrenaline and all those other chemicals, you are completely disconnected from your body. Right. And a lot of um, trauma survivors, that's, you know a big thing for them, you know, that constant fight flight, things that are potential triggers for them. It is a comfort zone. Hell, I know it's a comfort zone, right? Sometimes it's it's way better being out here because then I don't have to deal with what's happening back down here on the ground. Now, you know, I know damn well that that's not the right way for me to be handling it. But in that moment, I do go there. And then, you know, that's why I love the ice cube because that's a great idea, for when that could potentially happen to me. So thank you for that. I'm all into quick, simple, easy, powerful. You know, if I can find a shortcut way into it with still getting the lesson and doing the work, that's my jam. (laughs) I love that. So let's talk about protection and shielding. Okay. Because as energy workers, We have to be in a constant state of reminder, you know, that loop in our own brain to, you know, am I protecting, am I shielding, am I protecting, am I shielding? And as empaths, that, you know, can get to be a sticky wicket. Oh, yeah, big time. Because we're taking on so much. So let's talk a little bit about some quick and easy techniques to shield and protect. I love using what I call the white light exercise. And if you look on YouTube and search white light exercise, Danielle Garcia, you'll find a free video out there that'll walk you through it. Cliff's Notes version is you're calling in the light of your higher self in through your crown chakra, the top of your, your head, and you're bringing that energy down into your belly and you're anchoring it. And then with your breath, you're releasing anything that you've absorbed. Because I find that many empaths and sensitives become psychic sponges. You know, you walk into a room where people are freaking out or there's an argument and you just suck it all up. And there it is in your aura. And if you're a physical empath, you can even pull in, you know, physical symptoms from other people around you. So once you've released that with your breath, then you push your energy field out and around you about five feet in circumference. And you'll still have the knowledge and wherewithal to have the discernment of what's good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent, but you're feeling it five feet out in front of you instead of pulling it into your body. 
And I also find that by doing this technique of calling in the higher self and anchoring it, that's when you're at your highest vibration. So when I have done like really big, ugly, scary exorcisms and house clearings, that's my go-to. So I am protected in that field of energy. The bad guys might be around trying to come in, but they're not allowed in because I've set that energetic boundary. And right now with COVID and fear and, you know, kids not being able to go to school and all of the upset and people out of work, you know, we're really pulling in other people's energies, whether they're strangers or whether they're family or friends or whatever. So this again is just a real quick, easy, powerful tool to utilize for that. So grounding, we covered protection and and shielding. They're kind of like one in the same Right. I mean, there's a, a ton of different ways that you can um, shield and protect as well. A lot of people like to use sage or a spray or an oil, mm-hmm. Palo Santo. Um, some people find clearing and shielding through prayer. But mm-hmm. I do think it's very, very important to have that in your spiritual practice every day. You know, sometimes we get into our day-to-day routine and it's like, okay, well, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. No, you need to make time now, even if it's just setting a reminder on the phone. Mm -hmm. And also a really great way to do that is through water, through like baths and showers, you know, kind of washing off the energy of the day. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you do this line of work professionally or not. I think that showering at the end of a day is super, super important because we're cleansing ourselves of that. We're removing anything. And I always share with people, make sure you're not only doing it 360, but top to bottom, like a loop as well. Uh, Because we want to cut those energetic threads or those cords, Mm -hmm. because those are always happening. Those cords are always there. Right. And if we're not more mindful of them, that's how dis-ease or imbalance can take place on that physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level. Yes. Yeah. So Danielle, you have such an amazing, expansive toolbox, if you will. But I want you to share some of the other things that you do in your practice to help clients who are contacting you for care. Sure. Um, One of the things you talked about light bulb moments before, Mm -hmm. I really enjoy helping clients to see that light, for that light bulb to click on so that they realize what their own inherent abilities are. I truly believe that we all have the ability to connect with spirit, to have mediumship, channeling, intuition, um, healing all come forward. And part of what I do as a teacher is to help people realize that. I teach classes. I have an intuitive certification class. Um, Well, it's a series of six different classes on mediumship, psychic development, connecting with angels and archangels, card reading and and so many different things. And I really, really enjoy helping people to know that they have this connection. I mean, for so long, we've been taught you need to go to a priest or you need to go to a shaman to make this connection, but we all have that ability. That's beautiful. And that's so spot on for you. I thought that one of the final things we would share today with our audiences, if you would have a channeled message for the collective group listening, what do you think the other side wants us to know right now? So 
Let's just settle in with that. And the energy that comes forward is Archangel Jophiel. So I'm just going to release and let her come through. Dear ones, it is most important for you to know and understand that you are not alone. There is chaos, there is turmoil, and there is upset. Yet through chaos, turmoil, and upset comes great change, comes awareness, comes understanding. This is not the end, dear ones. This is merely the beginning. New light patterns, new understandings, new anchors upon your planet are happening now and within humanity itself. Hold true, have faith, know and trust that all is working in divine order. The more that you connect with the light, the more that you connect with the higher self, the more that you connect with source, the stronger you become, not only as unique individuals, but part of the collective consciousness that we all share. Hold this true in your hearts. Be still. Love, trust, and know that all is well. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. That was beautiful. Thank you. She has a way with words. She does, doesn't she? And, you know, what really stood out for me is that this is not the end. This is just the beginning. But we are experiencing a lot of endings throughout this COVID chaos right now. And, um, you know, loss of employment, loss of homes, loss of family members, loss of relationships. Definitely. And so we have experienced a lot of that this year. Um, But with that, as you know, I always say, we can do the hard things. And through this, this is really planting our feet into a solid foundation of what is to come in terms of beginnings. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just not talking about the fact that we're almost new at New Year. You know, at the time we're recording this, we're pretty much at the end of the year. I'm saying is that's going to be a lesson for us right? beyond January, well, well into 2021 and beyond. Completely. And with the planetary energies that are changing and shifting and the Schumann resonance, ugh, you know, it, things are always evolving and changing. And to me, yeah, it can be uncomfortable, absolutely, but it's breaking new ground. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the higher vibrations have to come in to discharge the lower energies. Yes. I start to think of life as a math equation. Uh, ugh. My worst subject ever. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> you know, but everything can be viewed as a plus or a minus. And if you're experiencing a minus, what positivity can you bring in? What gratitude can you bring in to shift that? So you balance it out and rise above. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? As you and I like to say, absolutely. <laughs> So now I would like to move into our next segment of each episode, which is known as Crystal Wisdom. And because you're here with us today, Danielle, I knew right away the stone that I wanted to share with everybody, and that is a stone called Numite. And it's, I think, is it N-U-U or is it N-U-M-M? It's N-U-U-M-M-I-T-E. Okay, so it's double U's and double M's, so N-U-U. M-M-I-T-E. And I never even heard of Numite. 
until you recommended it to me when I was starting chemo. And I'm like, you know, what do I bring? You know, do I bring rose quartz? Do I bring amethyst? Do I bring clear quartz? And you're like, oh no, girl, you need <laughs> new my and Kumbaba Jasper. So today I brought both of those stones, but I really wanted Danielle to focus in on the healing properties and the vibration of new might in relationship to what we're talking about today. Sure. So go for it. Awesome. I absolutely love new might. It's one of my favorite go-to stones and I have a huge, 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 basically crystal museum in my office in my home. I've seen it. I've been it's collecting true. for a very, very long time. It really helps to deflect darkness, to deflect negativity. Um, I, it's a great stone for psychic protection. So for empaths, for sensitives, it's a wonderful go-to stone. It's also good for grounding, which a lot of people don't know about. And it's, it's a heart-centered stone. So sometimes when I'm using my stones, I'll stick it in my pocket, I'll have it in my purse, I'll tuck it in my bra, but I really love jewelry. So I'll look for a pendant that actually hangs around my heart center. So that helps to also, you know, not only keep me centered, but act as a, as a way of deflecting darker, lower energies. Mm-hmm. I like to wear my stones in my boobs. Ooh, boob um, stones. But um, just a word to the wise, if you put your stones in your bra, please make a mental note or write a post-it <laughs> or put a reminder in your phone for it like to go off, you know, like a timer, because I can't tell you how many I've broken. And I, I had this happen not that long ago, and I can't remember the name of the stone, but it was like a, um, a beautiful, like a small bar square. And I took my bra off, it hit the ground. I had it 24 hours. And I remember sending you a message and I'm like, <laughs> what's your view on when stones break? Because there's different schools of thought. If it breaks, you're supposed to just get rid of it. It's not meant for you, but you had a really great way of describing it. When it breaks, what did you say? The energy, like there's too much energy in the stone. So it needs to fragment apart so it can actually bring in that higher vibration. Yeah which I thought was so magical and super, super cool. So that is your crystal wisdom for the week. New might, N-U-U-M-M-I-T-E. Yes. So now it's that wonderful part where we do our group card message for the week. And whenever there's a guest, I always ask our guests to shuffle the deck and select the card. So Danielle picked up the deck and a card (laughs) fell to the ground face up. (laughs) So we knew right away, she's like, well, obviously this is the message. And when she showed me the card, I was like, yeah, that's pretty spot on. So just for those of you who may not be familiar, each time we gather, I do a group card reading from my cool little affirmation deck known as Everyday Messages. And so today, your message is, for today, I am radiating a ray of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a trigger for so many of us. Me me included. Oh, me too. I'm not exempt. You're not exempt. And I think this comes at the right time because we need to be reminded not only of the forgiveness of others, but we also often leave out ourselves. Completely. Right? And, um, you know, Brene Brown, who I love, and I know you're familiar with Brene Brown too, and I think a big part of our inability to forgive is because there's so much shame centered around it. And when I finally realized, it's like, look, 
I did it. It happened. If I continue to carry this and wear it like a garment, I'm going to get sick. I don't want that. So if I just accept that it was part of my story and move on, I'll illuminate even brighter, right? Exactly. So I think this is a good reminder for everyone today is that when we acknowledge the fact that it happened, let's just kind of, you know, get rid of the shame surrounding it and the regret so that your light can shine even brighter. Absolutely. And I I truly believe that forgiveness comes in layers. Yes, you know, agreed. some some people hear that okay, I I have to forgive or I can't move on. I have to forgive or I can't move on when it comes to other relationships or other occurrences in their life. Mm-hmm. And I feel if you push towards forgiving someone, so let's say you've been attacked. Mm-hmm. If you push yourself because other people, a therapist, a healer, a guru, mm-hmm. or whoever is telling you, "Oh, you're not going to move on until you forgive that person." and you force the forgiveness, Mm -hmm. then you can actually do more harm than good. Mm -hmm. So if we think of forgiveness in layers and only doing it when it resonates and really asking, okay, what's the priority with forgiveness today? Is it my mom? Is it my spouse? Is it my dog, my coworker? Or do I just need to let myself off the hook today? Exactly. And we're so focused on the external people that we're not going within. Right. And I think we're missing the mark. Exactly. Right? Because it has to start here in order for us to work on the external factors. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So just for today, I am radiating a ray of forgiveness. And I think the ray can be any color we see in our mind's eye. And the ray could change. Oh, absolutely. Minute to minute. So, you know, that beautiful blue ray or that beautiful green ray or that pink ray or that golden white ray, it can be whatever you want. 100%. Fabulous. I love it. Amen. So as you'll recall each week, once I give your collective card reading, I also want to make sure you have your feet to the flame because the name of this podcast is Be the Flame. Your feet to the flame is your accountability factor, which is part of why I'm in your life. And because our card is talking about radiating that ray of forgiveness, your homework for the next week is how can you pull that into your reality? And I invite you to sit with the things that are potential triggers that are preventing you from working on one of those forgiveness layers. So your homework, your feet to the flame, sit with that, hit pause, close your eyes, connect with all those things. And if it starts to piss you off, then we're on to something. So that's a good thing because triggers are designed to ignite fire but it's like the flame of awareness, if you will. And so I want you to really focus on those things that could be potential rays of forgiveness and make sure you're starting with yourself first. We'll work on the others later, but let's take care of you first, shall we? So that's your homework. Amen. So Danielle, this has been so much fun. For thank me, you so, thank you so much for inviting me. I hope you've enjoyed it, oh, you know, more as much as I it. have, because this has been a long time in the making. And I was just super, super stoked, excited to have you on today. But I want to make sure that people are aware that you have clients all over the world. So even though you and I are both based here in Las Vegas, 
the clients that you work with are global and that's the joy and beauty of technology. Yes. But I want to ask if you would mind sharing how people can find you. Oh, absolutely. So my website is intuitiveangels.com. I'm also on Facebook under Danielle Garcia Intuitive Medium. I'm on Instagram as Intuitive Angels. So there's lots of different ways to find me on social media as well as through my website. And I do sessions um, one-on-one on person through FaceTime, Zoom, phone, all sorts of different ways to make that connection. And of course, we'll have that added in the show notes. So if people didn't catch it, um, they'll be able to see it in print in the show notes as well. And you also do this great weekly forecast. I do. My YouTube channel is also under Intuitive Angels. And on Mondays, I do a weekly forecast, which is basically tapping into the energies that are coming in this week. I love to follow astrology. I am definitely not completely versed in it, but I use a little bit of astrological um, information coming in, as well as my own intuition to give a weekly forecast of what we can look forward to. Yeah. And I love listening to that each week. And also you're so generous with your time for listeners that you'll also do like pop-up Facebook lives now and then. So that's one of the perks of liking your Facebook page is that, you know, you might get that notification of that up and coming pop-up. Yes. I'll do free readings and different live um, Facebook lives on different subjects. And I I really do honestly love giving back to my followers and clients. Yeah. I love that too, because as we know, when we're doing energy work, every time we give, we also receive. Yes, we do. So when we're working with our clients, when we're working with kids and adults, that's flowing right back to us. It's like this infinite loop. So I feel, and I'm sure you feel the same way, that you learn something every time you work with a client. Oh, in a big, big way. Yeah. Sometimes their guides will be coming through with information and a message or their loved one on the other side will be coming through. And I will literally get tap on the, my shoulder and sometimes whacked up the side of my head uh, with my from my guides, like, are you listening to that? Because that's something you need to do right now. Exactly. Yeah. So it's twofold. We give, we receive. And that's the magical part of the work that we're doing. That's why, you know, you are so vital and so critical to the planet, to humanity, to the collective consciousness. But like I said in the beginning of this episode, the at the end of the day, you're so important to me. And I know that this journey would not be a fraction as the fabulousness that it is. It's because you're in it. Oh, I feel the same way, Amy. Yeah. So let's, you know, sail into 2021 with some cray cray and a lot of laughter and keep, you know, shining our light. And as a reminder that we are radiating that ray of forgiveness. Yes. And the more we work on self, the more, you know, we can help others out there that are in crisis. Amen. Amen. So in closing, I thank you. I'm grateful to be here. I thank you, thank you, thank you. And for all those listening, as a reminder, you know we can do the hard things and we're doing hard shit every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So keep doing the hard things. And I love you and I see you always and always. And until we gather up again, have a great rest of your week and we'll see you all real soon. Namaste. Namaste. 